it's your boy uh wow it's your boy michael and taylor here and we are here on another edition on what's cooking nyc and with our guest marcus 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 so tell us what you do marcus what you do um the no owner co-founder of uh oh look at the camera of course co-founder of uh slow and steady clothing um started this brand in march 2020 okay you know uh 2023 is approaching it's been a journey ever since and we just growing every time, you know? Yes. I was able to tell you guys. I am also a co-owner of So and Steady Clothing as well. So this fabulous young man right here is my brother. Yes, my blood brother. Not no fake. It's real. We're, we're really water. related. Same mama. Not fake same blood. Same father. But the <laughs> one, if I stick a needle in your hand, then it's going to draw the blood. They're related. Yes. We might pass our twins though. Yes, but without, might... without, without the makeup, I look just like, I mean, he looks just like me. I'm, I'm older, you know. The people just will <laughs> Drop that in the comments if you look alike. <laughs> you, you guys are birds. <laughs> How will we look alike if I have on eyelashes? I'm saying in general, like, forget the eyelashes. Whatever. Like, you should, you could see the resemblance. Whatever. We related. Okay. All right. All right. So I started uh so instead of clothing in March uh twenty twenty. No, yeah. you started. Alright, so okay. so oh I can just do the whole yeah, let's let's let's, right, yeah, let's run the let's run the story. So um started slow and steady um March twenty twenty officially, but the idea came to life in uh December, like December twenty nineteen. So um I'm at my old school with my boy, my best friend, um Gary, you know, mm -hmm. some may know him as G or whatever. And um, he comes to me, we're in the gym one day. He comes to me like, yo, bro, like, I want to start this clothing line. <clears throat> Excuse me. So just like, all right, like, you know, I've been brushed, I was brushing it off for a while. Like, I wasn't really interested into it. But, you know, I was interested in entrepreneurship at the time. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to, like, I was just trying to figure out my talents, you know. Also, at the time, I'm a student athlete. Um, basketball wasn't really, like, that, you know, my thing anymore. I didn't really have as much love for playing anymore. So. I'm just trying to like explore myself and figure out what my purpose is. So um, he did, uh, you know, he kept coming to me with the idea. So I took him up on the offer. We brainstorming in the gym. Uh, my one thing was, if we're going to start a brand, I want something with meaning. And, you know, I, I agreed to it. So we're brainstorming, struggling with names for, for a while. Like it, it took us weeks, um, probably months. First name idea we came up with, it was actually called... Um, that's called smart money don't die. Yes, we, we, tried, we were trying to have smart money don't die. Like, we wanted to have something with a, yes, I did. I actually did at the time I did. I, you, you may remember if I finished the story. So um, we wanted something with substance or whatever, you know, and that's what we came with. I had a good message, but the only problem, the main problem with it was, like, how are we going to break this down? You know, we can't put in an acronym because, like, you know, then it'd be S M B B. So I'm glad you thought that. Yeah, right. I, that was in my head the whole time. We're like, not like, it sound good, but S M B B. Like, like that's what I, I don't that's, know. That's why. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so we had to scrap that. Um, but how we got to slow and steady was just through constant brainstorming. Um, yeah. coming up with the ideas like, uh, for like. Right, just to start with t-shirt ideas that's how we started um and then i thought of uh like you know the saying slow and steady wins the race you know mm -hmm. turtle and the 
for this in the hair. And then we came together, we said, that should just be the name of a brand, Slow and Steady, uh, because it's going to apply to all things. So mm-hmm. now our slogan is, is grind at your own pace. You know, that's oh, just, wow. it's a way of life, you know? Yeah, uh, it's not just about money either, you know, it's just about understanding the journey. You know, mm-hmm. we all have different journeys and we all write our own stories. So as they say, you can't compare your chapter one to someone's like yeah. chapter 10 or 20 because yeah. they're all on different time and God's timing, really, you know? That's how Slow and Steady was born. So we really got together. Um, you know, we got we started doing our mock-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, we even looking for manufacturer. That's the toughest part. Finally got something together, you know, had some merch. Uh, we did our first photo shoot and we like got some merch right yes, here. Yes. Right yes, you know. Uh, we're gonna get into this a little bit more, but you know, this is some of the newest stuff. I didn't even bring any of the OG, that's crazy. Dang. It's all about it's okay. It's, yeah, it's on the gram though. We can always bring that up, you know. So, um, you know, we got the mock-ups and everything. Uh, we finally put our first photo shoot together, like February 2020. Uh, it was funny because we didn't even have a photographer. Photographer flop. We did the photo shoot on our iPhone. Um, Didn't yeah. you leave the camera with you guys? He like he photographer couldn't come, but said, "Yo, I'll give you my camera." Though. He gave us a, he, and the camera he gave us was dead. Okay. So. So it was crazy. Yeah, we did it off our iPhone. We did the best we could. Uh, we did the photo shit shoot shoot. Wow, photo shoot in the gym. Uh-huh. Um, you know, really improvising. Okay. You know, but you could you'll see the growth. But like, if you think about it though, iPhone. Like, I don't know what, what iPhone was that at the time. It had to be like ten iPhone ten, okay. eleven Plus, maybe. Which is still good because it's all about obviously most of the time these photos y'all see on Instagram or whatever. Some of them are taken on like iPhones. Yeah. It's just about editing, literally. You can literally yeah, take a photo on an iPhone and make it professional. And it's insane, but you know. But lighting you know. is also everything. Yeah, that's true. It was. Hapa, girl. She knows. She knows. She knows. That's why I put the lights up. I mean, but light. I mean, lighting is lighting is everything because you can. Like I use my ring light all the time, and I take you know pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just take the iPhone here right behind the ring light. You can have something. Perfect. Like yeah. these white lights, LED lights, these are the best lights ever. Like anybody, I feel like anybody who does any content creating or any type of business, anything. I mean, now everybody content creates. So yeah. everybody, I don't care who you are, business owners or not, invest in the light, a ring light, yeah. one of these. Hey. I don't know what to call these lights that's in front of us. Um, do they call them umbrella lights? Any lighting. Just, yeah, just look for lighting. lighting. Invest in lighting. It's going to make a difference. It's, and not just lighting stabilization. Mm-hmm. You know how to, you need to have, you need to learn how to stabilize a camera. That's why your camera won't be distorted or anything. Right. Unless you're going to that effect. Because it's like, like for example, when they took the pictures in the gym and I yeah. saw them, and I'm like a crazy perfectionist. Like, I'm a psychopath. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're we going to get into that part. Yeah. But I'm like a psychopath. And I was looking at these pictures. I was like, they're horrible. That was like they're bad. But that's my brother. And I talk do do but I sugar call anything? No, don't nah. I don't want you to. Do I sugarcoat anything? I'm nah, like, it just, you know, imagine it's the coming, first it's yeah, coming from a place. The first shoot. Yeah, the first That's terrible. Know. You know, it's terrible. <laughs> but it's coming from a place of love, like I want this to be perfect for you. Like, yeah. nah, I don't even give it to the first one. Like you gotta go. I feel like you gotta go hard or go home. And I was like, no. But I was just Felt bad because I just wish I was there to help and direct, even though I can be a psychopath. Yeah. But yeah. it's all about vision. Yeah. I mean, listen, it was we did we did what we could with it though. Like we, um, you know, although he's not a part of this brand anymore, um, 
my boy G. Like, we talk about it every time. Like, and then when I send him stuff, he's like, yo, bro, I remember when we, like, started that first, like, that first photo shoot. We came a long way. It's, like, it's crazy, you know? I didn't even think, it's crazy because I didn't think I would be in this position today. Like, like I mentioned, this wasn't an interest of mine. It's something that grew onto me. But now I, I'm falling in love with it. Well, I already fell in love with it, you know? So, uh, now... How do you feel? You said how you're, you know, you're grateful, like you came a long way and everything like that. But for all the designs you have ever had, what has been the, the design that spoke to you the most, or what's you know, your favorite? What's something that really highlights the brand? You're like, this is the brand, you know? Mm. I mean, I, I can't answer that straight up. I I love all the designs equally because they all have different meanings to me and. Each design speaks to me in a different way because it's it's, it's just telling a story for me. So yeah. uh, I don't have the original here, of course, but um, the first design that we did that we actually released was uh, is a black it's a black tee. It had an original logo on it, so it was a turtle on the left chest with a like an S with a double S, and on the back it's a caution sign, like a yellow caution sign, but instead of like caution, it says like. Um, slow and steady, mm -hmm. like a money bag, and it says like grind at your own pace. People have like yeah, this is the first one that we actually like. We actually released okay. this one. Um, okay. Yeah, like we had these two, but we didn't release them because it was too yeah. expensive at the time to okay. release. So, yeah, but that was the OG. Um, Nah, word. If you know, you so know. <laughs> no, the best thing about um, I'm gonna get back into the question, but the best thing about like that that first official drop, because like I said, we we started in March 2020, yeah. but we didn't drop until July 2020. You know, because yeah, in the midst of the pandemic, um, you know, it's a lot going on. We don't even know like we're trying to think like how are we even gonna sell this. Like, are people even gonna still care about buying clothes? Mm -hmm. Is supposedly a recession that the, was supposed to be one. You know, everybody was in panic mode, and then you know a lot was going on. Not nah, yeah, now nah, that was it. That was like right before it started like, hitting. Oh, that, yes, you're right. So we we we, we just trying to right. brainstorm. Like I'm talking like oh, week of yeah, like yeah. we literally just said oh, wow. we literally just um dropped like promo for like pre-orders, mm -hmm. and then next week everything shut down. That right, was, right. You that was know, a crazy time. I can't and, even believe it's about to be three years later. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then and then following that, um, so technically unemployment just started in March, really? but a lot of people didn't know that yeah. they were eligible for it. Like I'm I didn't sorry. know I was eligible for it until May. Like, I know. I knew. My, um, I wasn't my best friend's mom, she's an accountant, so. She does. She does. She does. Um, my taxes and stuff. She was like, "Go apply for unemployment." Yeah. She was like, "You, even though you didn't, because I didn't work full time at the top of the school. It was like, but you still lost out. You still can't work. So they yeah, gave me that. that um, the unemployment pay plus the the extra six hundred was from Trumpy, right? Forty five. <laughs> he um. <laughs> I'm trying not to say his name, but yeah. Forty five. So right. So he, <laughs> the Don, <laughs> the Don. That, that, that 600, that 600 was from the Don. Don. He, he owed me, he owed me something though, cause I, I didn't, I, I wasn't eligible for him. But I got that back page, they sent me like five thousand dollars. I was like, yeah, I can't talk to him. Uh, it was lit. 
But um, yeah. So at the time we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know. So and things weren't official. Like people, yeah. like people still didn't know whether they were gonna close or not, close yeah. their jobs or not. So people wasn't really hopping on unemployment. It was probably but, till like like a month later or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, more of the story. Like there was just a dead period. Okay. Um, even I was like I had like extreme lack of motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even at the at the time. Um, course that time we we experienced like we were grieving too. We lost our two of our grandparents. Thank you. So it was a lot. And um, but one day like Taylor came in my room like day. Like I'm for me, my only my only way out of the pandemic was on Xbox with the guys. Like I'm gonna keep it a buck. So I'm playing I'm playing 2K and she just come in my room one day like, yo, what are we what are we doing? Like what's going on? That sounds terrible. Like what are you doing? Like we gotta get this show on the road. Like y'all say y'all was dropping something in March. It's, it's about to be like July. Like, what's going on? Mm. Are you still doing this? Do you care about this? I was like, you they know? outside and they got money yeah. and they spending it. Yeah. So she's like, yo, and like, I, <clears throat> excuse me, like I said, the best part about the first, the couple first drops was yeah. the, the support system, you yeah. know, our family. Yeah. And that was her main thing. Like, yo, like we sitting here not even trying. Yeah. We got a whole family that's gonna at least buy one shirt. You know. You know, it's it's poetic though if you think about it. Your brain is slow and steady, and yeah. that is literally a slow and steady pace. That's 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 if you okay, you know how you just said you wanted to tell a story with your brain. I just had this random epiphany or idea, right? Now, my question is, how important is storytelling for a brain? Like, what does it mean? Why was it How important is it? It's it's very important, actually. Um, you know. Because it's like it's a it's a differentiation factor, you know. Yeah. How are we gonna be different from the others? Um, you know, I don't want people to just look at slow and steady and say, "Oh, like nice turtle." Like, you know, I want you to look at slow and steady, and I yeah. want you to feel something. Feel something. You know, um, every brand even has their own look, aesthetic. You know, a brand image. Like, you look. I don't know how to explain it. It's it's something I've been talking about it's recently so with my friends. It's just like I don't know. You look. You go on the website. It's there. You feel it. Like yeah. you know, I, I feel a vibe from this shoot or creative direction, you know? Right. Well, like think about every major brand, mm-hmm. and I learned this in school. I went to Fashion Institute of Technology. So that's that's another. <clears throat> I mean, I'll, I'll tell my story soon. Soon, how I got into the brand. Stay fit. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you think about every major um brand. Like uh-huh. think about the Super Bowl, Correct. right? Those commercials, those 30 seconds commercials, it tells yeah. a story. story yeah. Like the yeah. Doritos, right? Yeah. It's always a story. And like in school, they told us if something has to be heartfelt or like motivational. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You sit on the couch. You gotta get up. Like stuff like that. <laughs> Make you want right? to see another Right. It makes you start thinking. But a lot of times, it's like heartfelt stories or motivational stories. That kind of that's like what I remember. So like those Super Bowl commercials. Like the stuff with the puppies, like the Budweiser. You know Budweiser, yeah, right? Popular. They always have the, the commercial with the dogs. It's heartfelt and stuff like that. They do a lot of things to grab your attention and like really make you pay attention to what's going on. And it's all really it's all advertising, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you and I can have the same thing, same logo. But if I tell a good story and you don't, you're going to buy the person. You're going to buy from the person who told that good story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's all about it's all about bringing out emotions from, exactly. from the consumer. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly, exactly. Sometimes the story. Oh, I'm sold. So yeah, I'm sold. Mm-hmm. And it's um, so I, I'm you know condolences again to what y'all were going through at that time and everything. So 
Now, I'll say you guys started in March and then until to July. So since then, what has been like a consistent, if you had to make a drop schedule a year, like you know how like brands have a drop schedule this month and you have this season and this season, what is a, a standard job schedule for y'all since then? Right. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I actually want to answer that one. Yeah. I, All I, right, I, you, you so, uh, funny enough, ideally, right? Um, I'll say ideally, but mm-hmm. I'll say how it's been. Ideally, would be, you know, uh, it's full. Let's drop like October, you know, like collection wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, spring maybe start like late February, early March mm-hmm. around that time. Transition for like spring summer, mm-hmm. but. Since we started, honestly, especially like that first um, year of us actually like putting things out, it was on like a, a constant basis. Like it wasn't really, it was scheduled, but not that too far ahead. Okay. It's like okay, summertime we did uh we dropped okay let's drop this first set of shirts, right? Okay, that was July. Um, we sold out quick, twenty five shirts. Then the next month was August, but towards the end of August we got invited to a pop up shop. So then that's when it really started going. Um, September. Yeah. That's that's upset. Right. Just September we did the pop shop. Right. So then we we ordered more more t-shirts, but then long sleeves to transition into the fall period. Mm-hmm. And then we but did then, another pop up shop. Right. Then we did another pop up shop, and then we got hoodies involved and beanies, and then we just kind of started like going like that. Um. Then the next year comes. What's that? Twenty twenty one. Now we have um. You know we had some sweatsuits, but they came late. You know just that's part of the learning experience. We're working with different people. Especially like overseas manufacturers, you got to give yourself a lot of room for error. So we just didn't know that. Um, especially, yeah, we got them in March. We got them in March. We ordered them in, we ordered them in November. Mm-hmm. Four months. Nah, beginning of March. First week of March. Yeah. So it's like nobody wants sweatsuits no more. We transition it out of the spring, out of the winter into the spring, right? People who have their sweatsuits, they have them, and they were gray. So, like, if people want sweatsuits, then, like, for the spring, they want those metallic, not metallic colors, those pastel colors, those thin colors. So, it was really a lot. Like, I remember I learned in school, you have to plan three months ahead of each season. Yeah. And they were telling us that because you need room for error. So, right, realistically, right now, we need to start planning. We already need to have an idea what we want for the next winter right but we need to start ordering our stuff for the spring now yeah because we're in the winter and think about it, the fashion shows right new um fashion week right mm-hmm. the stuff that they're advertising all the time it's not it's not for the current season it's for yeah. the next it's for the next season really so cool. that's one thing we need to work on but it's been it's been it's been difficult because you know starting up you don't have all the capital that you need like, yeah and when you're ordering from these places, they don't give you a price break until you order in bulk. Yeah. So there's a there's yeah. a dilemma. So what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. We only have X amount of dollars. You still got bills to pay. You still have shit to do. That's why I said right. Then now a lot of people don't know, and I went this too because I started working on the more technical side of the business. Right. You want a credit card, but. Certain credit cards are not going to accept you because they check to see how much money is in your business account and credit history. Mm-hmm. So you got to figure out, okay, what type of credit card you can get. Not to blow your business credit, you have to start with something very low. So if you are going to use that um, business credit card, right, you're still limited to a certain amount of money because they're not going to start you off with a high limit. So it's like, what are you going to do? And 
going to different places, it's, it's expensive. Yeah. And then we found a reliable source to do our stitchings and stuff like that. Aesthetic DK, we yeah. love them. Oh, they right they became family. They they really became a family to us. That's um, where it started, really. That's, that's where it started. Mm-hmm. Aesthetic DK. Um, they they work with us. Um, and they give us a decent price, but still to do the stitching, to do the embroideries, to do the DGT printing, all of that is costly. Yeah. So. And then the biggest dilemma is like you starting out, you want quality. We want quality stuff, mm-hmm. right? Especially if you, like I said in the beginning, go hard or go home. You want to make a statement about your clothing, right? Make a statement about the stuff that you're selling so people come back. So it's a it's really a risk that you have to take. Yeah, right. And then you know the pricing too. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how you know how people get with the pricing. You know, mm-hmm. oh, sixty dollars for a sweater. But then at the same time, people come back to us and say, "Yo, the material of your right. stuff is good. That's good. <laughs> I wash it over and over. It doesn't pill up. This is a good sweater." And by the way, we have afterpay now too. We have afterpay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we have afterpay. <laughs> So that so, that's so, what is not sixty dollars. So, so because we like a story, what, what was y'all first making payments on, like Cash App? So um, um, okay. I had. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna jump straight into how I got involved into the business, right? Oh, because yeah. I started doing all the money stuff. I started doing. So so she got involved the minute she said, "What we doing?" That, that's when I got involved. <laughs> that's when she that's got when, involved. Like, that's when Gary. That's when Gary was still in the business. I said, well, what are y'all doing? And I was mad hyped because I just finished my um, bachelor's at FIT. Mm-hmm. So I know every, every fucking thing. Oh, and I still know everything. I'm, I don't I'm, I'm, I got to cut you off real quick. Uh-huh. She, she made us um, read articles. I did. Um, had to learn, like, like, like the difference between the mission and the vision statement, okay. value like proposition, business model. All that stuff. From she had a whole oh, a whole presentation she did from like her last semester, like like That's showing. It's like a, a outlook of, um, you know, running a startup company. So mm-hmm. it gets the business it showed, plan. Yeah, business, the plan. business plan. So it shows the progression throughout the years, the the balance sheet and everything. It was dope. I was like, yo, and it and they say school doesn't teach nothing. You know, depends it on your depends program. On the, it depends, depends on, on your the program. School. I yeah. tell everybody go to the Fashion Institute of Technology. Even if you're not into fashion, even if you just want to learn the business side, because I went there, for, I got my so I got my um, associates in production management, which is basically the process, the life cycle of clothing. That's what I like to call it. From when they pick the materials from the ground, take cotton, spin it, turn it to thread, and then turn it into fabric, all the way to the consumer's hand. Mm-hmm. I learned ev- I learned everything there. So um, I got, so the information I had from there, I was like, oh, shoot, this is everything that I learned. I could finally use it. Yeah. You always talking about, we go to school, we don't use our degrees. I'm like, oh, finally, something I can use my degree for. I was like, yeah. then I went for entrepreneurship. So it didn't even matter what you did. Listen, our professors, they work in the, they currently work in the industry. Worked, um, they've worked in the industry for years and they still work in the industry. So those are the best teachers. Because yeah. a lot of times you have people who never even been in the field teaching you something, but we have professionals currently working in those fields telling us exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. And they were amazing teachers. Mm-hmm. So um, with entrepreneurship, we had to, I had the class called, you have to write a business plan. We had financial, um, a financial class. That was the hardest freaking class ever. 
Um, because we had to do like a balance sheet and all of that. Oh, yeah. So I, I basically came into so with all that information I came into his room. I was like, get Gary on the phone right now. Because I don't know what y'all doing. So then I made y'all pull out all the receipts. Yeah. I said, did you keep track of all the money that you're spending? Yeah. And they looked at me like a chick, like I had two heads. I said, it go. Was there, I said, go and get a book. Here's a book. Start writing all of that stuff down. You write it down. We can make an Excel sheet. Yeah. It's so I'm beautiful. good. I'm so good at Excel because yeah. I figured out how to make our own formula. I figured out, I made my own formula in Excel to figure out how to calculate our cost and profit margin. Oh, <laughs> it took me a few days, but I figured it out. I, I'm a math teacher. <laughs> She's a math I've teacher. I've never heard that. I'm a math before. teacher. So I'm a math teacher, so I was there. Like I'm, I used to hate math, but I love Excel, math. so you say that. I'm good at math. So I was sitting there like, no, this is not right. And then I went on computer to find like the the um the profit margin calculator. And I was like, I gotta get this in Excel because when I put these numbers, when we start putting these numbers in, I need this to calculate it. So and I figured it out. And it worked. I said, it did work. It it worked. Y'all learned so much that week. <laughs> I feel like I was in I was in school. I was getting and, I was um, in the school of Taylor. I was just so I was just so excited about it. And then they started writing all the stuff. And then y'all realized you were at a loss. Yeah. It was in the negatives. But to those people out there, your first five years in the five years in the business is gonna be a loss. And yeah, in my sure. presentation, when I did my cost sheet, we was in the, I was in the negatives and my professor was like, This is absolutely right. He's like, everybody stop and look at her spreadsheet. Don't expect to make money the first five years, in, especially the first year in business. Don't expect to make money. This is this is what it is, right? You have this idea of what it what it's gonna be, and that's fine. You gotta take a risk because you don't know until you try. Yeah. So then after that, um, I use my unemployment money, mm-hmm. right, to um, put the money out, mm-hmm. um, put the investment out. And we got it right back. We made that money back yeah. and more. That first so pop-up shop. That first pop-up mm-hmm. shop. My friend was doing the pop-up shop. Everybody had money during the pandemic with their unemployment. And remember, nobody was having parties, so pop-up shop was a way for people to spend their money because mm-hmm. remember the malls and stuff was closed. Yeah. People was just sitting on top of That's money it. and they wanted to spend it. So I'm like, we have to capitalize off of that. Yeah. And it worked. So um, his friend introduced us to the people at Aesthetic and we started doing the, the second um, thing of t-shirts. I was yeah. a turtle on the um, brown at your own page in the front and a giant turtle in the back. So I had, I, we had everybody come out to the pop-up shop. We almost sold out of everything. We made all our money back. I went and found the Squarespace readers. Mm-hmm. Yo, that whole week I had my little cousin folding up the shirts, bagging them, put, my cousin um, went to her job. She printed out all these tags for mm-hmm. us. Like it was, everybody really helped. It was really a community. My yeah. friend, Pooks, Pooks, he was on here. My friend Pooks, he took me to pick up the shirts and was helping me get around, get the stuff around. And it truly really takes a village, a community to do anything right. that you want to do. Not even with just having a kid, starting a business like- That is the kid though, that's that the baby. Is the kid. But like even starting a business, you really see who cares yeah. because it's not always about people buying, your people in your circle buying your stuff. Because realistically, you don't only want to sell to the people. Oh yeah. You don't only want to sell to your circle. If yeah. you only sell them to your circle, you're not going to be successful. Yeah. You want your you want your stuff to be international. Yeah. So, but your people in your circle just take, you don't have a car. They picking you up to go get your stuff. They helping you fold things. That's the mm-hmm. stuff that matters. Like yeah. the people that's behind you, 
help you put the work in. Yeah. Especially if they don't ask nothing for it. Yeah, that's Like that. And those people that helped us, they wanted to help us. They didn't ask nothing for it. Like even my father, he he didn't believe in it at first because he's a person like I want to say nah, he didn't believe I in it. I no, no, let me change my he mind. Actually, no, he did believe he in did, it. He did believe in it, but he wanted, he's a person, he has to see it. Yeah. He has to see it coming to fruition. He, and he even said, what are y'all doing with this stuff? What are y'all doing? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, it's complicated shit. But when he goes bowling, he's giving people our website. He's telling people, w he's like, yo, this person, this w person Pops. wants to buy the, um, he wants to buy all the stuff. This person wants he the get, t-shirt. They want yeah. this. He's yelling at us. You don't have nothing. What is wrong with y'all? Yeah. I'm like, he, he so gave dumb. me um, I'm not gonna call it a business loan. Like I'm gonna say, like he gave me the money for the first batch of t-shirts. Like he was like, yo, I but like it's clothes like it's something that's tangible, mm -hmm. you know, because he has his opinion on other mm -hmm. investments. You know, that's a different story. But he said that's something that's tangible. Like I I could trust it. Like you know, I, so just let me know. Well, how much the shirts cost, and I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, no, that's oh wait, that's, that's how before we, I was involved. Yeah, that's wait, exactly. He probably gave y'all a grant or something. He probably didn't get that back. Nah, he it was like a whatever. How much it, shirts came in? Like what, like five bills or something, something like that. But he's a business. But the thing I like about like y'all dynamic, or like family, or whatever, y'all move like a business collective. Like you know how many like these family restaurants, like even like bro, you telling me you make your own cell phone? You telling me you put. Made a made a business plan and all this stuff. That's bro. I ain't gonna cap. That's the energy people need. Like even though yeah, it could be like oh Kelly, you're bugging, you're dragging. But believe it or not, you're gonna see when that hard work pays off months later. Yeah. Because again, it's slow it's and steady. steady. You and that's the frustrating energy. part that me personally, I forget. I forget it too. I forget it, and I'm just like, I feel like everybody needs to have that mentality in every aspect of your life, like. Whether you're trying to find a new job, mm -hmm. you're trying to get out of a situation, you're in school, just, yeah. just have that mentality. And it's not going to happen overnight because I still don't have it, but you just have to constantly remind yourself. Yeah. And it's like so cliche because my mother be like, so steady, blah, 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 take your time, move at your own pace. Nice. Like you hear yourself saying it, and it is a lifestyle. Yeah, you got it. Like I see our cousin. He posts like stuff like Daryl. Yeah. He's like, oh, slow and steady, blah blah blah. This takes time. Like my cousin, like he pretty much built his house from scratch, like from bottom up. Mm -hmm. And from three years ago to now, it's this is three years. What you see, you see the work that he put in. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um. And I have to remind myself of that too. Even now, more than ever, because um. So like right now, we're going through a period of kind of like once well, a shop is closed but we you know we haven't been putting anything new out um rebranding yeah rebranding restructuring um from you know designs to as i mentioned earlier just that brand image that feel um so like i'm seeing other brands i know like drop their stuff and i get so excited like you know i like to see other people create you know so yeah so i'm i'm looking at it like damn can't wait to get back out in the field you know like i can't wait for people to see but i have to remind myself like you know we gotta take our time you know, you gotta roll it out properly. Um, you know, gotta make everything just like be organized, everything. So, yeah. So look, I, I, this is one of my favorite questions out right now. As you're at the end of the day, you're created at heart. Really, you're created at heart. The question I feel like of probably the century, I think, or maybe the decade, or the week, or month, or whatever. What is harder for you to do? Staying inspired 
or mm. staying creative. Think about that for a second. What's the hardest thing? Staying creative or staying inspired? Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, know. I, I have my answer. Uh, I know, bro. She, I know. She, she can go, because I, I don't have my answer. Okay, I would say staying inspired. Okay, okay. Because your creativity, I speak to myself, my creativity comes from me being inspired. So, like, even when I'm cooking, ooh, I'm inspired. Like, mm-hmm. you have a place, you have a place, Sims? Yeah. Maybe, like, the Sims inspired, they have a light on their head. I'm like, yo, let me go get in the kitchen, yeah. start cooking up something good, and I start getting creative. Right? So, if you're not inspired, mm-hmm. right, it's like, you gotta figure out where that inspiration is coming from. Yeah. If you're not inspired, I feel like it's gonna kill your creativity because you're not gonna be in the mood. Nothing is gonna be flowing. Right, right, right? You might even feel down because you're not inspired. Especially because if it's something that you really wanna do and you don't feel inspired, you're not gonna wanna do anything. Right? And creativity doesn't come from staying stagnant. Stagnant, you have to do something to spark your creativity. Mm-hmm. I, I always said this thing. So you can go. Um, you know, I think it's a little bit of both. I'll go with the staying creative. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I actually, so this summer, I feel like I was for like a good two or three months. Well, actually, basically the whole summer mm-hmm. to the end of the summer, really, I felt like I was kind of stuck. Mm. For my creativity, yeah. like I'm really just like I want to take this brand to the next level. Um, I want to you know try new things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm even going to people like you know people that I, I trust the most. Like you know, just tell me, tell me something that you don't like about the brand right now. That you think I should do better. Like you know, I don't want to I don't want to really keep hearing like it's fire, it's fire. Mm-hmm. Um, you know because you know you post like you know we don't talk about that part. You know you put your stuff out, you post it. Uh, you get okay. You get you get three hundred likes on your post. I don't even, you I don't get thirty, forty comments. Yo, that, yo, that's fire. That's fire. I need it. I need it. But you got zero well, what, sales. what's the yeah? What's the sales? You know, what's that looking like? That's what I'm like. I don't, I don't care. About, yeah, I don't like, want y'all to like the stuff. I want you to go buy it. Yeah, but you know that that, <laughs> that goes into another thing. You know, like we talked about earlier, who you reaching? Right. You know, are you reaching? Is it just your your immediate circle? Yeah, and you know, I have to think. Well, we. You know, in terms of in terms of consumers, we exhausted our media circle. They were there from two years ago. You know, they were at the first pop up shop. You know, they helped us jumpstart. They still do the little things anyway. So, you know, how are we gonna reach? How are we gonna reach other people? So that's my biggest thing right there. Just, um, you know, so staying creative. I'm like, I had like a creativity block. Um, you know, I wasn't sure what I like. I want to do something, but I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. I'm trying to sketch things out. I don't like it. Throwing it out. You know, so well, sometimes you really yeah. gotta sit around and play with things. Yeah. Like, remember we were trying to figure out our aesthetic for Solar State University. Yeah. And I was at work, not doing my job, and I took like a whole period where I was supposed to be grading work. I said, Nah, I gotta get on the computer because it's something. That, I feel like when there's something in your head, I'm like, there's something in my brain, and it has to come out, and I have to play around with this because like we use Canva to create it, and I was like. I got it, and I sent it over to him. He was like, "This is it," because mm-hmm. we was trying to create that school university film. Yeah. So it's just a. It's, but you know, the best the best ideas I have though they come raining me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I'm walking I'm walking in the street, I see something, 
it just makes me think about something. I, I didn't really say anything just now, but you get the point. But um, that's how a lot of it just, great it ideas just, come about. Like, or maybe in the shower. Well, good ideas always come in the shower. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when you had, you know, that's when you had everything. The light bulb always on. Like, aha. Yeah, ideas, you need to write them down. Because yeah. our uncle, Uncle Mimi was telling us, telling me and Terrence one day that, um, Terrence not cousin, by the way, that you have all this up here. Write it down. Get a book, designate to designate your ideas for whatever it is and mm. write them down. Because your ideas do no good in your brain. Yeah. They're just gonna stay in your brain forever. What good is it there? I agree. Uh, that's why they, they say you can put in a journal mm-hmm. what you got going on and everything. But mm-hmm. listen, we want to get into gear. Oh yes, you, the, that question you asked earlier, uh-huh. the perfect time now. So like I said, every every design tells a story. Right. So, um, this yeah so we let's start with these right okay. let's start with these so oh this is my favorite Sloan State University yes Sloan State University so um this was the most recent collection mm-hmm. um how we started well how we started we had the this turtle the original turtle um was a just a turtle with a money bag like that's our mascot mm-hmm. so um for Sloan State University the inspiration came from I really came from Polo you know because. I wear a lot of polo. That's my favorite brand outside of Sloan oh, Study. Okay, okay. Yeah, Ralph Lauren. Um, the polo bear. You know, the polo bear, he has that. And I thought to myself, well, let's dress the turtle up in different, you know, in different different fits. Okay. Right. So it's Sloan State University. That's the team. Mm-hmm. So for each, like, school in the university, is a different fit. So, mm-hmm. so and this is like, can, I, can we show the camera? Or yeah. you'll put it in the... Yeah, you can. So that's our Sloan State University like i don't know what to call it promo um i created a university shield from um the logo and then there's a book obviously for school the money bag and like a the stock symbol and i start when i was creating it i was thinking about um victoria's secret the university of pink Mm -hmm. that feel Mm -hmm. because at the time we were trying to reach college students and i'm just like what is something that you would wear on the college campus? Sure. So I started looking up a whole bunch of like that and then other college um, logos mm-hmm. to really get the idea and get a feel of it. So I'm kind of like, a, what am I, what, what, what's my role at this job? Um, Creative something, content. You, you are- Graphic designer. Okay. I'm low-key yes, graphic yes, designer. Yes. <laughs> nah, hockey, hockey. Um, but so back to the turtle, you know, like I said, every, it fits everyone. So. You know, this guy right here, he's in a suit. That's a school of business. Okay. I call this one liberal arts because he just like, because I'm thinking of how, you know, how does everyone dress? Oh, you no, know? we don't have the travel so, so this one, he just like, you know, white tee, fitted, yeah. you know. Like, like, yeah. fit. You know, got the, got the sneakers on, jeans, you know, calm fit. I think we got another one. We should have the other one. If not, no, this one, it's still, it has a suit on it too. Oh, man. This blue one. There's another one, though. It's called like the school of the grind. He just had a, a sweatsuit on. It's like, Are you, you know, in the trap? Like, trapping. <laughs> um, this one. So this is like a transitional phase for us now. Okay. As I mentioned, the rebranding. Okay. This is just this is the shell of a of a turtle. But we, oh, we engraved that. I didn't even see that yeah. until you pointed that out. So okay. we engraved the S uh, S dot S in it. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a and five panel. We in a World Cup mode, so I'm yeah. like, ah, uh, I feel you. I feel you. So on the side of it, um, there's a quote. It says. Slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. Okay. Sorry. I just wanted to add a little something onto that. Mm-hmm. Five panels coming soon. 
Uh, so most recently though, well, this didn't make the cut yet. So we saw these, and it's in like summertime, spring, summer. Ooh, had these nylon track pants. I, honestly, this is my favorite. I think this is the best so far. Like, a lot of people like these. I mean, people still running me down right now. Like, yo, with a black. Like, I need black. But the thing about this, we ordered these from the Middle East. So, when they sent our sample and we tried the pants on, mm -hmm. the sizing and the cut was completely different from when they sent these. Okay. Nah, like, it was, it was, I think it was completely different because, let me tell you something. My medium sample that I have, mm -hmm. right, or the large sample, and the large that they sent in our bulk order mm -hmm. was completely different. These were cut way too small. Honestly, uh, they were they were cut way yeah. they were they, cut they way fit, too small. For me, they fit the same. Yeah, either yeah. Or, but the outfit is, is the way it's supposed to be. Then. Nah, for me, it fit the same. But you know, but that's just did, like a, but they, I mean, overall, they are cut small, so we yeah, did nah, have to are. tell people to order a size up. Because yeah. I remember somebody was like, "Nah, they couldn't even fit it." Yeah, yeah, now so some people, some people didn't work out for, but that's something that's some more technical thing, like just getting the, mm -hmm. the measurements oh, down pat. Yeah, so but this is like well, we need to tell them to add spandex. In the this next um, time. this adds like this is the transitional phase for me. Honestly, I really like these pants. Okay. Nylon track pants. Okay. Um, I think they really, I think they really well actually. Okay. Numbers don't lie, neither you know. Got them in black too. Everyone loves black. Yeah, like they're running me down for this right now. Don't worry. My students yeah. was like, it's coming back though. It's coming back. Yeah. And it is like that cargo pants. Yeah. Like now they fit good. Um, you oh, know. Oh, didn't have no more green ones. Yeah. Know. They thin. I want them to get into every piece. Nah, yeah. So this is. I'm just trying to go in order. Yeah. You know, I didn't. We didn't drop these last summer, but uh, this is a prototype. Um, this is coming next summer, of course, 2023. Okay. Mesh basketball shorts. Okay. You know. Give me that. Eric, Eric and Manuel, I'm coming oh, for you. We should have a basketball shirt. For a concept. Yeah. Uh, we gotta talk about that. We're working on it. Working on it. They're like two opposing teams on the brand and everything. Yeah. We actually we the participated. OGs, the OGs, yeah. but the OG logo versus the new people. I mean, we we actually participated in like one of this yesterday. This was it, it was a uh it was a it was a tournament like yeah when we part two summers ago mm -hmm. uh it was like a battle of the brands type of thing so we actually participated in that. Okay. So so next next time I mean we are gonna have every player gonna wear PADs next time. I come correct. Awarded so this prototype again. I awarded yesterday, actually. You know, yeah. Um, some corduroy pants. You know. Yeah, so this is this is um, you know, like now you see the benefits of when you tap into like the overseas manufacturer. You could just do so much more. You know, you give them the mock-up, you know, what material. Once you can source the material, you can pretty much do anything. Yeah. Honestly. Um you source this material? Well once they can source it. Like oh, once you know okay. what material you need, yeah, they, if they if they can if they can get it, they can make it. Yeah. If they, they can get it, they have the mock-up measurements, they can make it. One thing about some people overseas, they want to make it. came money. out good. Did you show the back with them? No, nah, yeah, they definitely did. Got the SS on the back pocket. Mm -hmm. No, a little cozy I look. I wish I could fill the material. Uh, a little cozy look to it. And, I'm actually uh, gonna steal this from you. No, yeah, actually not. All right, um, all right. Look there, it's a, the last thing there. It's like a knitted sweater. Yeah, that's calm. That's calm. Cable knit. You know? Yeah, I think that's you could wear this to work. You could wear this on a date. You could wear this on for a your day. birthday. And it's, it's more of a mature look. That too. Yes. And that's that's what we've really been trying to hit. I'm a yeah. more mature look. You know, hit it on um, reach a different crowd, um, older crowd, more mature crowd because. 
Uh, one thing I came to realize uh, this summer, with the help of my aunt too, shout out to Auntie Marga, you know, um, you gotta understand your target market and what they're bringing to the table. And even one of my professors uh, said this to me too. I'm getting getting my my MBA right now. On um, first day of class, like he asked, "Who has a business?" Okay. So you know, I did, and he's like. Okay, what's your what's your target audience? I'm like, well, I'm switching, I'm trying to switch over from college kids now. Mm-hmm. He he even stopped me before I could say he's like, yeah, nah, good idea. Y'all college kids don't have no money. I told Straight you. Straight up, yeah. So that's why, yeah, I told you that. Yeah. I was like, they're not buying it. They don't got it. Yeah, so that goes back into what we said earlier about you know just understanding your circle yeah, and and um, how you can exhaust your circle. Wow. And I think that's one thing that as brands and even some black businesses, I feel like you know nowadays. Everyone gets so prideful, and you see those posts like, "Oh, um, if your friend is selling something, and you're not buying it yet, bad friend or something." It's just like, well, if I bought the last one, like I don't have to buy every release, yeah, you know? Right, you you might not have what I need, <laughs> right. right? And I'm gonna reference my aunt again. She, this is the best analogy she gave me. It's like medicine, you know? There's different medicine for everyone. Sometimes you, you know, if you got a cold, you're gonna get cold medicine. But why would I get something? Why would I get Pepto Bismol? If I got a, a flu, if I got the cold, you know, I just Point. need some NyQuil. You feel me? It's, you know, so sometimes people are not going to buy your stuff. And it's, you shouldn't take offense to it, you know. Sometimes people may forget to share a post. Like, it's okay. You need to focus on reaching those people that aren't in your inner circle. Right. Because the people in the inner circle are going to, they're going to jumpstart the business. But they're not going to take it to the next level. Right. That's just the exactly. reality, you know. And then the people in the inner circle, again, support comes in different ways. Like, uh-uh, she didn't buy anything, but she sat there and, you know, spoke about different things. Like, yeah. gave you advice. A whole game plan. Yeah, a whole entire game plan. Ooh, yo, I actually forgot. There's one, I didn't mention this piece. Uh, this is also new. Really? Yes, so this is oh, also slow. Yes. Detail. Yeah. So, but I want to, you know, uh, shout out to, shout out to Key, Stitch by Sade, um, a good friend of mine. She 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 did this for me. So she okay. she does tapestry um custom pieces. Okay. She even has her own collection now. Um, she probably gonna be in one of the episodes. You know. I, def- I definitely Spoiler like. Spoiler alert! alert. Okay. You feel me? So I went to her because I know she's talented. Um, I'm like, I need to make a fit for my birthday. I made this is one of my birthday fits, and then this hair I wore for my birthday too. Cause I'm just that's something I'm trying to. You know, oh, just trying sure. to, yeah, yeah, you know, and sure. I'm just trying to, it helps because it's like, make a good fit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're working on your business, you're investing in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, instead of throwing like $500 on a, someone else's stuff, like I'm still, I'm creating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if the prototype is good, people are going to want it. So yeah. it's, it's bringing, you know, it's going back into my business anyway, but. And just. Even like the growth, like I like making these fits this year, mm-hmm. um, it, it says a lot about the growth because I could do a side by side of my birthday fit last year and my birthday fit yeah. this year. And it's a big difference. Like yeah. people like people's people really like, oh that's slow and steady? Yeah. Like I didn't know I was slow and steady. I've been hearing that past two weeks, so yeah. love to see it. And so, so, but so. I have to talk about the collab. So yeah, you know, I really I reached out to her. Um she does the custom pieces. Mm-hmm. I had the print, monogram print. Mm-hmm. Um, got some help from my guy Matt. He does graphic design, and we brought it to life. And okay. here, we, here we have it. So this is like maybe my favorite piece right now. I do have questions. Uh, mm-hmm. All running out of time, and it does tie into a good, it does tie into a good question right now. 
But because you're in a rebellious state, that's why I ask you what the favorite piece is and what you're talking about. That now, because you're in a rebellious state, what do you what what can you say to the viewers and consumers out there that want to take step more out of your brand in the coming months and years? What do you have to say? Be patient. Um, because once you come back, 2023. We're coming back with a vengeance. Yeah. Okay. It's it's, yeah. it's gonna take time because again, but you want to breathe first. For right as as I can see right now into the near future, it's gonna no misses right now. No misses. Well, yes. would this be a piece that will be offered in the future? Um, so I could definitely right? see that. Because this you know, we got me, me, me and her. We got to talk about you know the logistics and everything, but yeah. you know people it, like it though. Yeah, people like people it. People like it. If I say like if you have a piece that stands out and people highly request it, consumer demand. Yeah. Right, gotcha. but then we got to figure out how to market it, market it because true. marketing is everything. Because it's been times where people are like, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. You put it out, nobody bought it. Yeah, nobody bought. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So. Again, you gotta expand to another market because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, sometimes your people it's like, oh, they just talk. Sometimes yeah. you're in a circle, they just talk. It sounds like a good idea, sound good, and it's like, oh, I don't got it. All right, it's fine, but we need to we need yeah. to grow. But right. you know, this this is something that you know we, it's gonna take time. Even as a consumer, like it takes yeah, time to gain. It's a custom yeah. piece. You gotta get your I got it. You gotta get your measurements taken. Yeah, or, yeah take your own measurements, send them over. Yeah, and then you You know. Time. They need an adjustment or so, like so. But I could definitely see this, you know. Right. I could definitely see this collab on the way. And yeah, but everything you see here, if you didn't see it yet, you'll see it soon, you know. Wait, you didn't show this one. The, I didn't show what? The, the navy hoodie. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm stealing this. That's a no, you're not. Yeah, this is a staple right here, you know. Yeah. I wish I could feel the material. This is a staple right here. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so pretty much we are, we are running out of time, but I do want to say uh, it was a pleasure having y'all. Definitely, uh, thank you for having me to the camera again. Oh yes, Marcus, you know CEO, of slow and steady clothing. Uh-huh. Hello. Yeah, no, you, oh wait, what am I? Name. Wait, you the go CEO? At, the slogan was "Go at your own pace." Man. Run at your own pace. You, you know. I I mean, it speaks to the clothing. You see it. You know, it's a steady progress every time. And I'm Taylor. I'm the brains of the operation. I do everything. I'm the, I do all the behind the scenes work, the money, I, the legal stuff, I do the everything. taxes. I do everything. I, I do everything. He's the face of the brand. Y'all might not see me. I like me, to but say I like to say she's my backbone. You know what I'm saying? I keep I keep the, I keep the ship afloat. Yes. <laughs> I could I could jack that. I could jack that. Keep the ship afloat. And that is slow and steady on what's cooking NYC. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thanks, little brother. Thank you. <laughs>